for pastors only today how to make your sermons more memorable coming up here on the better sundays podcast at reachkeep.com welcome to the better sundays podcast focus practical and usable advice for church leaders looking to reach new young families and impact their community Well, howdy, howdy, howdy. Mike Holmes here in the Plywood Studio. Spend a little bit of time with you. One-on-one, a little pastor talk today. I want to talk about how to make your sermons more memorable. And I'm not talking about like telling a great big joke or, you know, having some dramatic thing that happens. But I'm talking about like a phrase or a portion, a piece of your sermon, the part that is burdened on your heart. In other words, if you could summarize your whole sermon into one little thing, that part, how to make that more memorable and how people will catch that and keep that and be talking about it. So I have about uh, three and a half points here, um, actually four, but one of them sort of slides right into the other. So uh, stay tuned for uh, number uh, three and a half. We have three and then 3.5. And then I also have a a little handout that I want to get you today. It's uh, how to have better sermon engagement. It all goes right along with this, and I'll give you the uh, the address for that here in just a little bit, uh, how you can get the downloads for that. So anyway, uh, good to have you here. Um, for those of you first-timers, my name is Mike Holmes. I'm the founding pastor out here in Wyoming at the Sinclair Baptist Church. Uh, we just an excellent day today. A lot of folks, a lot of new folks, uh, some really uh, good gospel presentations here re- lately, and things are going well. But I want to share with you one of the kind of the secrets of of preparing sermons. And this is some things that you do ahead of time. And then, I mean, you think about them ahead of time. So then in the sermon, you kind of, it helps this sermon to be more memorable. People are going to grab hold of of, uh, the the gist of it, the meditation point, the the conclusion of it, the thing that makes it all work. And and so I want you to kind of get that sort of the the, the phrase that pays type of a thing. So let me give you just a a couple of things that we have here. uh, And I'll, uh, you know, just share these one at a time as I kind of go through my notes here. Uh, Number one is to is to use um, like maxims, or we, we see them on Facebook or different places, little memes, is to use things that are that are real short and concise and memorable. So there's a lot of memes out there where they have like, you know, just a one or two liner type of a thing. And if you can come up with those for your sermon, that is great. Sometimes you have to kind of borrow one or use something that's very similar. Let me give you a couple of examples that I wrote down here. Um, for example, you probably have seen this, um, the idea of like maybe someone's preaching a sermon about, um, you know, the, the hurts and the wounds that go on and how you need to make sure you take care and get things forgiven so that you don't become, you know, a person that produces pain in other people. And there's a phrase, you probably have heard this, and it says, hurt people, hurt people. Okay, so it's people who have been hurt, okay, tend to be people who do hurt on other folks. So hurt people, hurt people. And that's a, a real nice phrase, and, and you might be able to use that on the particular sermon. But if you wanted to use a, a meme like that or some kind of a, uh, a, you know, piggyback on that, what I would do in that is, is I would say now, and if you're preaching on the topic of, of, of trying to get people to serve and have servant evangelism and, and serving and doing something, you might say, hey, we've all heard the phrase, hurt people, hurt people. Well, let me kind of change that phrase around just a little bit. Listen, here's my new version of that. And as soon as you do that, 
people are leaning in and this is your punctuation point. And you would say, helped people, help people. And it would be the idea that you have just now preached on that if you have been helped and you've been assisted, God's given you grace, someone's helped you out, that you need to take that and now kind of pass it on and serve. So you're taking a maxim or phrase, and even if you can't make up your own and it's not a really good one, you can borrow one and kind of, you know, work with it right there. Um, we have one that we use all the time when we're talking about people um, that are kind of not like quite like us, and it is the idea of take a stand and lend a hand. And so there's people that are in alternative lifestyles, you know, that kind of stuff. And when we're teaching on that particular topic, we conclude the sermon, we kind of say, hey, here's our policy. We're going to take a stand for what the scriptures say, and we're going to, though, love people and lend a hand. So take a stand lend a hand. Let's say that out loud. Take a stand, lend a hand. Okay, so that's a way to summarize with just kind of a, a meme or something like that. Uh, and the second one I have here, um, we got really like say five of them all together here, uh, kind of two of them sort of run together, is to use a kind of summary phrases during your message. And so say you're talking about how you want people, again, sort of the servant idea, you want people to be used by God, and maybe you talk about different people in the Bible who were used by God. And so then when you get done with that, you know, teaching about this person was used by God and uh, this donkey was used by God and a rooster was used by God and no fish, a great fish was used by God. You know, you can use a, a simple phrase and here's the phrase that would be kind of summary is like, God can use me. So it's like, just as the whale was used, God called up a whale to take care of Jonah and to, you know, teach him a lesson just the way, same way God used the whale. We can remember that God can use me. And you simply just say that phrase. And then you ask people to make sure you write that in your notes. If you're writing that down, God can use me. If you're in the book of, of Jonah there, right there where it's where it says the whale thing, just write God can use me. In fact, let's say that all together. Ready? God can use me. This is how you make sermons memorable is you boil them down to a simple statement here. We're not in the business of just transferring information. We are in the business of transforming people. And we want to give them that singular phrase, that simple thing. You know, it's not three points in a poem. It's three points in a poem that all lead to well, the one phrase. And let's say it together. God can use me. Now let's make a prayer out of it, and I'll give you that one here in just a moment. Close your eyes and let's say that out loud. God can use me. So this is the idea of, of coming up with a singular phrase. Um, number three one here I have is kind of end with an I phrase, okay? And this is where you're going to say, and so I have concluded that I will be used by God. I am a child of God. I'm surrendered to him. God has a plan for me. He wants me not to just be neutral on this planet, but to do some things and that I will be used by God. Okay, let's just say that out loud. I will be used by God. Or put that in your notes or put that above where it talks about the whale. I will be used of God. 
And this kind of slides into the next one, which is sort of this uh, sort of point three, three, three 3.5, I call it. It's the idea of taking the I phrase and turning it to a prayer phrase. And this is when you get to the conclusion of a message, when you get to the conclusion of anything, like the last page of a book or the last part of a movie or the last few seconds of a football game. It's kind of where the money meets the road or whatever that phrase is. It, it all kind of hits, and this is the conclusion. And so in churches, many times we close with an invitation or a prayer or a time of meditation where people will kind of internalize what we just talked about. And so you take the I phrase and you move it into a prayer. Okay. And then, so it would be like, if you're saying, I will be used of God. Okay. And you've already talked about God can use me. I will be used of God. Then you just simply move into, and you say, folks, now here's what I want you to do. I want you to take what we've learned, that God can use anything. God can use us in so many different ways. And you have said, I will be used of God. But now I want you to say it to God. And it would be a prayer that goes like this. Dear God, please use me. Let's, say, let's just practice that prayer, okay? We're going to practice. Dear God, please use me. Very simple prayer. Let's say it one more time out loud. Dear God, please use use me. Now let's bow our heads, let's close our eyes, and let's talk to God. And then you go into a prayer and maybe extend that out, expand it, say, dear God, here am I, use my money, use my time, use my talents, use my family, use my missions, uh, activity, whatever, but use me, dear God, use me. This is how you make a message memorable. When people come back to your church and they've been gone for a long time, we've had people move away, they go, I remember when you talked about God being using the, the, the whale, or I remember when God used the donkey, or I remember when I asked God and I said, God, use me. They will remember it. So, our, and not every message is like this. Obviously, you're going to be teaching scriptures and you know, a lot of information. We got to help people understand what the Bible says. And a lot of it's just like they have questions in their mind about different things. So yes, there is some information, but don't forget we're in the transformation business and at least make some of your sermons, probably your Sunday morning ones, the transformational ones where you are making something that is memorable and that they, they do that. And by the way, all these things, if you have handouts like sermon notes, they can be writing these things down. I want you to write out the prayer. I'm going to have you write out a prayer. It's not the Lord's prayer. It's not a, doesn't start with, you know, our heavenly father that lives up there and I'm down here and you know, all that. You just say, dear God, use me. Let's write that prayer down. Dear God, use me. I'll give you 30 seconds to write it down. And you make a sermon memorable. Pastors, we have to make an impact. Hollywood's making an impact. Sports are making an impact. The schools are making an impact. Their friends are making an impact. Pop culture's making an impact. And we have our work cut out for us. We have to get busy and work on making an impact. And this is how you make a sermon more memorable. So those were the, 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 the kind of the four. Let me give you the kind of the fifth one here. And this is sort of what I call the the summary box. And I do this oftentimes in my notes, or I'll put it on a whiteboard. I'll say, now I'm going to be teaching on this particular topic of the idea that we need to serve God and that God can, can uh, use a variety of different things. I'm going to give you several things. But on the whiteboard over here, or on your sermon notes, I've got a little box. And at the conclusion of the sermon, after we pray, I'm going to give you 
four words to write in that box or three words, or I'm gonna give you one word to write in that box, whatever it is that kind of fits. And then people are like, whoa, there's something boing. It all points down to one particular thing. Now, I don't know if this happens at your church, but this happens at my church. When I start to kind of wind down with the sermon and people can kind of tell you've sort of made it through the notes, People start to like close up their Bible. They start to kind of rustle and kind of put their coat on and getting ready to go. And what that means is they're not paying attention. And you know what? I want them to get this. My job is to every person that's sitting in that auditorium that is coming to our, what we call our chapel, okay, that I'm preaching, I am going to make an impact and a difference in their life. And so when they start kind of packing up things, I, I've tried to figure out some ways to, to stop that. So here's what I do. I use this, what I call a summary box. And I just say, when we're done, though, with our, with, we're going to pray in a little bit. Okay, and you might want to come forward or you might want to get some things right with God during our prayer time. But I've got something I want you to write in this box. And this is going to be the conclusion of the whole thing. So say, get your pen, keep it out. I want you to write it down. Okay, and then you finish your sermon and then you go to this little box or you go to the whiteboard or you put it on a screen and, and put the little, uh, the little boxes. So you tell them that you're going to end with that. Okay. Uh, if it, if it's just something like, say you're preaching, I wrote a few of them down that we've used before. Okay. Um, we, if you're talking about honoring God, maybe use the whole idea of bowing before God and kneeling before God and humbling yourself before God. The, the final sentence might be, here's what I want you to write in the box. Okay. We bow to you. We bow to you. And some of you might want to, the we means us as a church. We're going to be a church that honors God. And we're going to bow before God. But maybe you need to make it more personal. Maybe you need to cross out the word we, and you just need to write the word I there. I bow to God. I will bow to God. Write that sentence in that box. That is the conclusion of the whole thing. Or it might be just a, uh, if you preached on, uh, you know, obedience, uh, I will obey. We've talked about all these different things today. We've talked about how to obey God here and this and this and this. But the conclusion, you got it in your head. Now you got to have it here. You need to make a decision. You need to say, I will obey. So in your summary box, here it is. I will obey. So thanks for being with us here today. Uh, God bless you or dismissed or however you conclude your, your services here. But I wanted to give you those five things. And they're all part of this idea of, of, of engaging with your thing. In other words, making a difference with the people that are there. And if you'd like some stuff on better engagement, I got this little uh, two-pager thing here that I created on better uh, sermon engagement. How It has a bunch of these techniques in there and using questions and how to kind of get your people with you. I'd be happy to send that to you. Just need to go to reach reachkeep.com slash the little reachkeep.com and then the slash bar and then the word engagement and it will get to you. You'll sign up for it and in a poof it'll show up in your mailbox. So um, this is me here uh, to you out there. God bless. I'm always excited to spend time with you guys. I love being uh, love being here uh, with you all. So make sure that you have a, have a great day. Make sure that you serve the Lord with gladness. That's what we're going to do. And God bless you. And we'll see you the next time we get together here at reachkeep.com on the Better Sundays Club.